0: Sporting Goss with Tim Gossage. Like Welcome back to Sporting Goss. Let's turn our attention to WAFL football and don't want to take you too far back. Let's go back though to the weekend where the West Coast Seagulls came within two points of making it three consecutive wins. They were in front in the shadows of the post but got beaten by a late goal by the Black Ducks. Disappointing news for the captain, I'm sure, Hamish Brayshaw, who joins us each and every week to talk waffle. Have you overcome that result?
1: Uh, yeah, morning, Goss. Yes, I have. Thanks for bringing it back up.
0: Uh, no, they're um, they're a very good side out
1: there. For the Waffle Eagles, I think that's four games and zero wins at Dean. So that's the only ground we're yet to have a win at. So, uh, Or the only team we're yet to beat, I think. So it's uh, yeah, a bit disappointing. I mean, there was probably that second quarter let us down. I think they kicked seven of their ten goals in that second quarter. Mm. Uh, and we were chasing tail for the back half. Credit to us. To got, we got back in it. I thought we were probably, got, uh, probably one that got away from us there at the end. I mean, two lead changes with a minute to go. A minute and a half to go so it was uh they just happened to get on the good side of it so you know we better up and go again but uh, yeah it is a bit of a disappointing
0: one you're not on selection but who stood out who could put their hand up for a possible selection for <laughs> afl heading to adelaide
1: uh yeah well it's um i think you'd be had to be pretty blind to not notice the efforts of mark hutchings and connor west over the last sort of month um those blokes have been you know in stellar form hutch is one of you know, Hutch has won a premiership and a proven player, and Westie's an untried uh, talent who I think has got, uh, has got very, very good potential. So, I mean, I'm not on selection and I uh, don't know where it's going to fall, but uh, I think those
0: two blokes for sure have been, uh, have been putting their hands up very, very strongly. Hutchings pushed forward and kicked three goals. It's been a while since Hutch kicked three goals in a waffle game of footy, I reckon.
1: Yeah, well, he should have kicked four or five. I reckon i kicked him one um, that he sort of had a snap and just missed. And he had a couple of opportunities that he missed. He probably could have kicked, yeah, I think he probably could have kicked five on the weekend. But no, three and 30 is a, uh, you could go in anyone's books. So he's uh, he's definitely in pretty good form.
0: Did you cross paths with Lewis Jed at any stage during the game?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. We uh, we used to do this thing at training a couple of years ago where uh, he I'd be playing forward and it matched him and he'd be playing back. And I would go up to him and stand on him and, and just sort of give him a hug and say that I'm tagging him so that we wouldn't have to run anywhere and uh, <laughs> there were times on the weekend where I was playing forward and he was playing back and we just did a similar thing for a quick second and I had a little laugh but uh, no he's a very very fun player to play with and against he's uh, never takes anything too seriously and always has a laugh. So, it's, uh, no, it's very good to see Jets and he, uh, he played a pretty good game.
0: I know you're pressed for time, so we're going to get through this just quickly. You're, you're taking on Subiaco again Saturday. Uh, going to be, a, well, I suppose, the, the return to the venue where you won your first game for the year, which was fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. And, I mean, they're, uh, they're certainly um, a difficult team to play and uh, probably going to be even harder when they've got a reason to really win. So... Uh, they're going to be wanting to come after us, I think. They've got a, you know, one of the strongest teams in the comp and have done for the last 10 years. So we know what we're going to get from them. Uh, we're probably in the best form that we've been in our, you know, in our two years of uh, waffle footy. So mm. it'll be a really good contest and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and I'm led to believe that um, Bo Wardman's going to play the copy of the song that you guys sang after that win and in particular focusing on the skipper of West Coast or how much passion went involved in that just as a motivating factor for the Lions.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if, there's not, if, there, if there wasn't anything to motivate them more, then uh, it was a pretty good song. So feel free to watch it as many times as you want, though. But uh, no, it's a, uh, I mean, that was a passionate win for, the, for our footy club. So I mean, if that's what gets them going, it's what gets them going. I don't think they, I don't think they necessarily need any motivation. There, uh, they've been able to roll out a pretty strong brand of footy. Um, you know, having won every game of the season, so if they can find motivation in whatever they want, but it'll be, uh, I'm certainly looking forward to a very, very strong contest. We All know right. what we're going to get from them. They know exactly. what they've been putting up, so it'll
0: be a good game. Exactly, but you're going to be uh, chock full of AFL talent. Uh, one would imagine as well, which is yep. good for the depth of your Waffle Eagles. West Perth host East Fremantle. There's a gap now between the top five and the bottom five, and the gap might be a bridge too far. West Perth should be winning that.
1: Yeah, West Perth should be. Um, I think it's four, three, a four-game gap. Mm. I think with six or seven, six games to go, or seven games to go. So it's, it's yeah, probably looking uh, insurmountable at the moment. And I think West Perth have been playing some pretty good footy over the last uh, couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll put them ahead.
0: Fresh from playing Swan Districts up against South Fremantle, who just scra- scraped home against a fast finishing Claremont. This game is at Steel Blue Oval. That's a long way from Frio.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's South Fremantle played a really good game on the weekend. I was uh, we watched the back end of it um, up in the rooms at Swans. Uh, I just can't seem to go against Swans at Bassendean. I think they're probably it's a, it's going to be a very tight game, and I think they're both on the same amount of points or pretty close. But uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Swans this one.
0: Perth. The announcement that Chris Marston's uh, the body's given up. They uh, they host East Perth.
1: Yeah, um, well done to Masto, by the way, on a tremendous AFL career and uh, and he's you know he's tipped his hat into the waffle tipped his hat into the waffle ring and had a crack and uh, and he's finally, you know, hung him up. So well done to Masto. Uh I think uh <clears throat> East Perth I think are playing a pretty good brand of footy at the moment and I really like what they're doing. They're um it's a it's you know, the sort of bottom of the table clash or there they're about to minus us, but uh they're They're both in reasonably good form, but I think East Perth are are rolling a little bit here, so I'm going to go with East Perth.
0: East Perth at Mineral Resources Park. And on Sunday, Peel Thunder hosts Claremont.
1: Yeah, I think Claremont are going to be too good. Uh, They have been, you know, I think they'll be wanting to bounce back pretty hard from the weekend's game. Uh, It could have gone either way, and they just got on the wrong end of it. So I think they'll be wanting to bounce back pretty quickly. Peel are playing some good football, uh, and we'll hopefully, I mean, they probably should have some AFL players back. But uh, I think Claremont is just going to be a bit too strong.
0: Now, Hammer, Hayamish Brayshaw, our guest here on Sporting Goss. I know you're uh, about to get into the Nick Natanui, uh Academy uh, training, as training. we speak. Yep, yeah, I am. Uh, and just really quickly, he plays 200 games. And, you know, you've you've been at the club for the last couple of years of Nick Natanui. Just uh, pay tribute to him and his 200th game on the weekend.
1: Yeah, a phenomenal effort. For a bloke that's had the amount of injuries that he has and, uh, and the serious injuries that he has, to uh, to be able to get to two hundred games is a massive, massive achievement. Um I was saying it on our podcast the other day, Goss coast to coast that he's probably the most influential player that I've ever played with. Uh I've never seen a bloke be able to turn a game and, and influence a game the way he does. Uh and you know for the for the longest time I think he's been the best ruckman in the comp in terms of strictly that ruck craft and he does it better than anyone else. So um and a lovely, lovely fella, very generous, very generous with his time and, and you know the rest of his experience. So Um, A phenomenal fellow, a phenomenal football player and a very, very, very well-deserved 200 games.
0: Well said, well played, and appreciate your time on the Sporting Goss. Easy, Goss. No worries. Thanks for having me. Hamish Brayshaw, he's kind enough to give his time up here on the show, not just as the Waffle Eagles captain, but also keeping an eye on the competition uh, across the whole. This is the Sporting Goss here on a Wednesday. Just before the 10.30 news, uh, we've got some news, and I'm sure it will be picking up momentum. Eight new cases in Melbourne. Maribyrnong apartment residents infected. So they announced this morning there was one other case, but today the MCG has now been named as an exposure site. Gentlemen attended apparently the Carlton-Geelong clash level two. That's how easy things can get out of control. I'm sure the AFL... Is keeping an eye on that. So we'll be uh, certainly across that. It's Nervous Times. Our man, our man, Gilly, he's over at the snow in Melbourne, in Victoria. Oh, dear. He'll be right. He's a long way from the action. Anyway, he'll pull some strings and get back. Don't forget, you can go away. get in touch with us. 13 12 55 is the number or 0487 736 736. Coming up after the 10.30 news, I can confirm it is a 49-29 lead to the Boomers over Nigeria in their pre-Olympic tournament over there. So uh, good news, the Boomers continue on their winning way. After the 10.30 news, useless AFL stats with Aaron Delaport and then Georgie Parker, who is in Melbourne, and she will join us and give us the update on that one and talk all things sport. After 11 o'clock, Dean Gets umpire Dean Margetts, live in the studio. If you have a question for Dean, register with Jimmy now, 13 12 55. Get your name and number, we'll give you a call back when Dean is in the studio. Or text 0487 736 736. If any umpiring decisions, the rules... Dean is certainly open to try to clarify those for you. 0487 736 736 or call 13 12 55. Also, before midday, Sean McGrady, leading jockey, has some good rides today across the road at Belmont Park. Get your pen and paper ready and always gamble responsibly. Time to get news. This is Sporting Goss.